<laughs> You've fallen off your animal facts. That's why I created this. Shut up, Frank. Shut up, Frank. Shut up, Frank. Shut up, Frank. Nobody cares about planes. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. Let me go know you guys are ready. Right. Let's get the I'm fuck out of here. We, we've been talking way too much about one episode. Um, so, Frank, you ready? Shut the fuck up, Frank. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here comes the intro. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review. I'm Phoenix West Choir, joined by Frank Clementine Link's Squeeze Squeeze. Adam Wilcox and Jansen Carlin. It's episode 177 of the podcast. The episode we are reviewing today is called Downtime. It is episode 2 of season 2 of the 2019 revamp called The Twitter Zone. It debuted. You're traveling to another. Hello. I fucked up. Hello, citizens. I got excited. Welcome to LIW 177 of the podcast. Sorry. The episode we are reviewing today is called Downtime. It is episode 2 of season 2 of the 2019 revamp called The Twitter Zone. It debuted June 25th, 2020. It is the only episode of the season written by creator Jordan Peele. Did we enjoy it? Was it fucking awful? Let's find out. Wonderland Court is now in session. Drumroll. Drumroll. End drumroll command. I apologize but the podcast begins in 3, 2, 1. You're traveling to another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone Shut up, Frank. Nobody cares about planes. Michelle Weaver is a woman who's worked her entire life to get where she is in the world. Now, as this new chapter begins, it's the world itself that's about to change. She's about to take a break from life as she knows it and book an extended stay here in the Twilight Zone. Shut up, Frank. Nobody cares about planes, World War II, submarines, animals, boats, or whatever else you're rambling on about. I miss cars and that. Uh-huh. I know, I'm a little ashamed. Anyway, uh, 202 downtime. So, we're go- we've been kind of going off script a little bit with four of us. I liked the episode. Didn't think it was particularly fascinating i guess the the twist seconds before the reveal but i enjoyed it what about you guys uh frank (laughs) i loved it okay yeah i I really did like it i thought it was different you know yeah it had a lot of black mirror to it It it's very black mirror ish and those two hated it i know already (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, you're you're you muted, Jansen. Sorry, I said I loved it. I was agreeing with you. Oh, right on, cool. But, it was but, Black Mare. Yep, yep, pound. Right, right on. Uh, yeah, I mean, and um, yeah, and not for nothing, but yeah, I would definitely play Drunken Hot to Pick with her. <laughs> oh, Marina Bakarin? Or I mean, him, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Dead him, I guess. <laughs> Wait, Are you a Firefly fan, uh, Frank? Uh, never watched it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm right I'm right there with you, Frank. I, I thought it was it had that Black Mirror feeling, um, especially that feeling where you get to the end of the episode and you're you kind of, you're kind of full of dread. You're like, this person has to make a decision, and either way is shit, and it's going to affect them for the rest of their existence or whatever. And it just kind of leaves you with the feeling of dread. Yeah, it's it's like either black done or you get to at least do something. 
So, right. you know, something's better than nothing, I say. Adam? <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, that's as far as I'm going to go into it right Matt, at the I'm moment. curious what Adam thought about it. He looks like he's disappointed. No, I like this one better than the last episode, actually. Um, no. I, I, uh, Sorry. I do. Sorry. No, I do. I, I, I'm a huge uh, Miranda Bacarin fan. Uh, Who? Brown Coats, Firefly. Miranda Bacarin was the one that you want to stick your hide the pickle, whatever the fuck it is that you have hanging off stick your body. Stick your hide the, the pickle. Lay yeah. drunk yeah. and hide the pickle. Okay, that. Yeah. The thing that you, the person that you want to do that to is Miranda Bacarin. I, I might you be mean, mispronouncing her name, but that's mean, how I, I say That's it, her so. fault. You mean straight yeah. up. Yeah, she's awesome. She's hot, but she's also awesome, and she's also in a lot Shut of sci-fi. Up, Nobody uh, cares about. I am also in agreement with II. Phoenix in that it, it shows too much. Way too soon. Or whatever else you're rambling on. Sorry, about. the computer won't stop. Shut up, Frank. Oh, Nobody it, cares it about. Keeps, it keeps replaying. That's weird. How many hours did you dedicate to the sayings toward me? What happened? Okay. Are we still here? Hello, guys. Yeah, I'm still here. Why? Why is your room keep getting darker? Or no, you turn the lights off. Never mind. Are we still here, guys? No, Hello. Stop, stop screwing around, West Choir. I'm not doing shit. Are we still here? Yeah, we're still here. There we are. Okay. Oh, there we go. Anyway, so long, Phoenix, for a few <laughs> minutes. LOL. I'm good. The uh, the title gives it away. Unfortunately, um, I liked it. Uh, when I thought maybe that there was like uh, a, how do I say, alien invasion happening? Because I like that kind of shit like yeah. a lot. You know, I'm a huge fan of War of the Worlds and uh, yeah. V. Um, yeah, you know, I was so mad when they canceled V. Oh my god, was I mad? She was in V, and uh, I, I liked where it was going, yeah, but yeah, it got it got canceled. Her. Yeah, she was, was in the she, she was the head alien chick. Yeah, right? she was good. She oh, was good. Yeah, she's. Awesome. I, I like that show. So I thought maybe they were going to do maybe a little bit of a throwback to that. They didn't. Uh, and the rest of it just kind of doesn't really have a, it's not really, this one isn't really about the twist. Like Jansen said, it's more about the decision, which I yeah. was fine with that. I did not disagree with the decision. I'm not saying it's a great episode because it doesn't have a lot to offer, but I did like it a little bit better than the last one because I liked the characters better in this one than the first one. Yeah. I thought based on the title, and the intro, I thought it was going to be, I'm going back, hearkening back to season one. I thought it was going to be, women won't get a job. Men will get, I thought it was going to be, here's what I thought at the intro. White man bad. She gets job. Adam. Realize the real truth is a man gets a job over her. That's what I thought it was going to be at the beginning. I'm like, ah, here we go. I got a little worried about that, too. That's why I was like, I was go. kind of optimistic when it didn't go in that direction. I'm like, oh, we're going to actually do some sci-fi shit here. Yeah. Well, she told a horrible joke, and I was like, oh, there went your promotion. <laughs> she told a joke where a grocery store worker gets confronted by an, an elderly man who wants half a head of lettuce. And... She's like, I can't do that. And he's like, I want it. Give me a manager. And she goes into her manager's office and starts saying, like, the old man, the cranky old man wants one. And he shows up behind her. And so the so the cashier is like, and this other, this young man wants this. That's the other half. So I guess we're good. Dude, dude, no lie. Like, people literally go, like, I see it constantly. People do that shit for real. Like, yeah. they'll bring in bananas. Like, I bought this banana. Like a week ago, and now it's all brown. Well, see, this is what happens when people Irish aren't allowed people. to joke anymore. They no longer know how to write jokes. So this is what you get in your writing. This is what it's it is. Very true. Very true. And she when gets the promotion. When the world loses its sense of humor, uh, nothing's funny anymore. Thank well, you, Frank. <laughs> she gets the promotion, and mm -hmm. she goes outside for some reason, and everyone starts staring at this orb, which is like an eyeball in the sky. Blip, 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 blip. I loved it when I seen that. Order, that like, part was creepy. Cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was so cool. And and I, I don't know, Adam. Did you hear a few sound effects that sounded real fucking familiar? Uh huh. And I think that was by design, and I was, yeah. that's why I started getting kind of excited. I'm like, oh, we're gonna go for some some invasion type shit. And I was really creeped out when everybody starts kind of staring up the sky and they're just like, I'm curious now. Yeah, I have it right here. Let me um. 
Let me find it, I guess. Is that when she first starts looking up? Yeah. Okay. It's just how Frank Alden looks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I am. Uh huh. He's working on that uh, "Shut Up Frank" trap mix. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, Frank. But yeah, by the end of this, uh, this. Have you seen anything like that? All right, here's where they start showing the eye. What noise are you guys talking about? That. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can see what you're talking about now. Yep. Yeah, that's straight up War of the Worlds. It was kind of exciting. Yeah, I I, I picked up on that right away. I was like, oh yeah, love invasion shit. Yeah. Yep. That was 1957. Here we the go. Right there. That was freaking me out. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall feel no evil. Fire! Well, at what point does uh? Does Tom Cruise struggle to start a minivan? Wrong movie. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I don't dislike that one either. I like I like both of them. Fuck Tom Cruise. <laughs> I agree. Fuck Tom Cruise, but I still like both War of the Worlds movies. You know what I love about Frank? You never question how he's feeling about a certain topic. Yeah, you make sure it's known. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold nothing back. That's what I said. He doesn't change. He doesn't straddle the fence. He lets you know. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, when we stop recording, I'm the same fucking yeah. I don't change at all. There's just one mm-hmm. thing, though. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but... Shut up, Frank. <laughs> I don't know if you know that or not. It's okay. <laughs> like, I'm so shocked. <laughs> <sighs> you're going to play it out. It's not going to be funny anymore. This dude gets one PC built for him, and all of a sudden he's a fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he, d- he does. He thinks he's the grandmaster. I am the master in charge of all of you peasants. <laughs> I'm the puppet master. As we go, he didn't know how to use something other than Chrome and shit. But now he's a freaking, you know, <laughs> that's wizard. fair. That's fair. <laughs> T- tomorrow he'll he'll have designed the first functioning matrix. <laughs> We're all going to be in it. Hey, fun, but we, we'll we, be puppets. Yeah. We've been in it for years. Soon you're going to be inside this game, which is people playing pretend uh, hotel manager. Have you know, fun with yeah. that. Can we talk about that? Uh, what f- kind of fucked up game where you just do mundane things? Honestly, when I go to sleep, I want to go to work as a chick. And a hot one, too, because I would be such a hoe. <laughs> okay, so what I want to know is, does Jordan Peele Frank, play uh, Sim City or does he play Grand Theft Auto? Frank, uh, Frank, uh, Frank is stupid hoe. Frank is uh, stupid hoe. I would say Grand Theft Auto. Because you don't see anybody doing anything fun. They're just doing the same mundane, boring shit uh, that they do in, in, in any other day-to-day situation. This episode is stupid in that way, where... People yeah. are going to work, and that's their life. And the, the only rule is don't break character. Like, it's a fucking birthday party. That's where I got bummed out with this episode. I'm like, oh, well, this is what it is? Oh, it's not an alien invasion. You can't break character. Otherwise, she's, you know, going to go to being dead. So, yeah. Or, I mean, he Yeah, good, good example in this very specific example. Well, it's in the future, sure. In the future, I'm still not going to be entertained by going to work as a hotel manager. No, but as well, a I, mean, I think there's your way to I the think, top. I think there is something to be said, though, because th- this is something that's already happening. It may not be happening for for this specific reason. It may not be people on their their last legs just needing something to keep their brain active and, and something to do and something to enjoy themselves. But there are sh- there is shit like this. There's there's role playing. There's Stuff like like Second Life, that's still a fucking Facebook thing. games, yeah. Facebook games, there's th- this is something that's, albeit not, come to fruition. It's it's exacerbated and, and developed into something else in, in the show, but it does exist already. So I think, I think, them pulling this story isn't exactly a far reach. 
um, from, from my opinion, at least. I agree. As much as I made fun of it a second ago, I do agree. It's just, uh, something that when you think about it, you're like, mm. yeah. people fucking do it. It's not deep at all, but you know some of the best no it's it's not the plausibility it's it's the motivation like why would somebody want to fucking do this you know i just well i mean you know like did you see his wife she looks like a raging cut uh, <laughs> i'd play hide the pickle with her frank yeah. <laughs> now you know the name you know i have standards it's cool <laughs> standards <laughs> i was hey, looking forward to shut up, frank. coleman domingo who's from fear the walking back. dead in the episode <laughs> And he's in like three minutes as her husband. <laughs> she she gets her promotion. She goes home. I looked at him or her or Shim. So I, I, I labeled him Shim on in, in, in my. You're talking about uh, the girl. I'm talking about Coleman Domingo. The guy. Nope. She goes home. Uh, her husband's in the bathroom. He comes out with a towel and he's showering off. And then he's like. Oh, it's downtime. I'm sorry. And he changes his voice completely. He turns into like some like the leprechaun from Lucky Tricks, and <laughs> then whatever. Fuck it, Lucky Charms. That's racist against Irish people. I mean, he, he was just an Irish guy that was, you know, playing the game. Like, anyway, so he, he goes outside and he's all like, "Fuck me, Lucky Charms! I'll go outside." And he goes outside and he stares at the the, the little orb and he's like, mm, and I have that and same noise. Up and you know becomes Irish and goes out and you know does what Irish people do: drink. He drinks eat potatoes, potatoes, hits his yeah. wife, and yeah. uh, and uh, build a railroad. Yeah. yeah, even though he's black. Ooh. Well, he wants to be black in his game, but he's really Irish. Black people build railroads. So how come he was the only uh, one that became aware? <laughs> he's not supposed to break character but he does i have some real issues with that scene well no no he didn't break character until downtime uh, yeah. but he broke character beforehand which is a which is a seems like a rule break and he's like you gotta you gotta wake up realize who you truly are you got to realize who you truly are I think what that's doing, it's trying to establish the fact that this is something that happens from time to time, right? And, yeah. and from time to time, people don't go link up or whatever, um, but they're out and they don't realize what's happening. And he thinks that, oh, she just hasn't realized that it's it's time to download yeah. or upload or whatever the fuck it is. He just so thinks I don't think she's he's someone. breaking character. And I don't think it's a whole. I just think it's an oversight of like plot development. Like, we should have we should have said like this is a thing that happens from time to time before it just happened. It's both. It's both. You know, it's, it's a, I think it's a great point because they said it's during REM sleep, and when you're in REM sleep, you dream. And how many times do you dream that you know you're dreaming and you should wake up? Never. You you just always. Like like when I dream, which is hardly ever, but when I do, I don't wake up, and like because I'm dreaming, I remember it after i wake up and sometimes i thought it was real but then i forget what it what it is entirely because i don't remember i'm in the same boat hmm? i said i'm in the same boat but, um... now, how about you adam usually when i'm dreaming it's like some fucking like boring random mundane bullshit ass job that i've had in the past and then i'm thinking all i'm doing is working and not getting paid for it this sucks so it's every job that you could possibly have in this in this I, I'm sure that that uh, Phoenix can relate to this, but I still have random night terrors of working a quick trip, and then I'm back and I have to deal with all the bullshit of that job, and that's the fucking worst shit. I wake up right away from that shit. Yeah. Whenever worst, I realize I'm dreaming, I wake up immediately. Yeah, like worst worst uh, dream I've ever had, and I remember this one is you know when I was wiring, wiring houses out of high school. I wired an entire house in my dream, and I woke up like I feeling like I just wired an entire house, so I could go to work and wire house. It was so, I was so beat that day, and I just maybe, maybe you're a moonlighting in an alternate reality. <laughs> you're well, wired up well, downtime. Paid me for it, so someone owes me some fucking ching. I need to go, you know, collect. Fuck you, pay me. Somebody. Just send a bill out. Well, keep work, you know. So. so she comes home, tells her husband, I'm scared. Everyone's staring at the sky. And he's like, oh, it's done time. And he goes outside, stares at the sky. And then she talks to a cop, and he does the same thing. 
And then uh, some skateboarders come over and they're like, let me turn on your TV, miss whatever, whatever. And they turn on the exposition TV line where it tells her exactly where she is, like Vanilla Sky. This episode's Vanilla Sky, by the way. Yeah, and, and also the the next half hour of the show is literally every tech call you've ever had in your entire life. Yeah, I like the episode. I don't want to sunk him down on it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not shitting on either. I, I did not dislike the episode. Yeah, I it's didn't love it, Sky. but I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, it's really simple. Like the last ones, the best sci-fi is always really simple to explain, and then difficult once you're in the weeds. But it's she realizes and they tell her you're a computer program your host it, you know had a whatever in the middle of the night he died he's in a coma and you got to wake up to get him out of there I don't, we don't know what's going to happen it's like a weird computer computer glitch and you're kind of fucked here and then it's just like 20 minutes of stalling after that where she runs around delaying the inevitable quit, quit stalling <laughs> Shut up, Frank. <laughs> Knew that was coming. Yeah. I was waiting for it. I had to I had to do that. Oh, let's find out what IMDB says about the episode though. After a woman is promoted to hotel manager, the nature of her reality is called into question. That's it. That's all they had to say. Computer program. I have a clip, you want me to play it? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, let's see, um, Oh, here's the husband going Lucky Charms. Okay. Oh, don't move. Who are you? We understand you're experiencing an issue. Get the fuck out of my house. No. For customer service. I am not joking. Okay, so Sorry, basically it. we just need to diagnose the issue and get you up and running. <laughs> here's the sorry about it. Sorry. It's just some world maintenance. It was scheduled. Nope, that's the cop. Well, well, what are we the supposed to do? What happened to him? Just wait up. Sorry. It's all right. Um, I was going to say, are you still going? I'm in a trance or something. Trance? What? Jesus, Mary and Joseph. It's the bloody downtime signal. Why are you talking like that? How do you forget a thing like that? It's completely slipped my mind. It's been scheduled for a while now, too. You're <laughs> always after me, Lucky Charms. I don't know what's wrong with me. Must the be worst fucking This is so racist. Carl, stop. Yeah. Offended. So am I. You know. Wait, where are you going? Where do you think I'm going to wake up? Wake up? Wake up from what? <laughs> are you having a laugh? You can drop the character, mate. Sorry, you just scared me. You don't remember who you really are, do you? I am Michelle. No, I mean before Michelle. Stop, you're Carl Weaver. You're my husband and my best friend. You have a crooked big toe, and you like to hide little strawberry candies in the bedside table. Normal shit. If she means it's car. You might. So, what bothered me about the first um, part of this show, though, was was part of the setup, right? Her going to the office and getting the job, the the story she tells, I feel like that that piece of it, it felt it felt out of place. Um, and I know what they were they were trying to like set up her narrative and everything, but it, I don't know. Maybe you guys can put it together. Me, what what was the point of having that in there? That part was just there to display her dominance over the world, realizing she has no control over it. And then Tony Hale's character at the end, who's like the master world maker thing, when she goes up on the roof in very Vanilla Sky ending, and she's about, she's like trying to figure out what the fuck to do. She might throw herself off. Who knows? His character is just there to be the way she spoke to those two douchebag customers in her lobby when she gave him the free room. She was like, I'll take care of this problem no matter what. And then that's what he's there to do. I'm, I'm here to do no matter what. Don't bother going back because you got nothing to go to. You're just, uh, you're, your host died. You got nothing to go back to. Stay here and live out whatever. Or look into that little orb. The end. Um, I want to argue with you a little bit there. I think he was there so the main company doesn't get sued by his wife. 
<laughs> so she saw it. He after a woman. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no. <laughs> no, I think you're on the right track, but I also think like I, I see Phoenix's point of, of the customer oh. service aspect of it too. I totally agree with what he said. I'm just saying. Also, please don't sue us. Please sue us. No, that that's a smart <laughs> portion of what he did, but at the end, he's also there to say, "I'm you as you. I'm I'm in control as you thought you were before." Your reality shifted, therefore I'm in control of your reality now. I'm now the what you thought you were before. I can give you that upgrade to a room. Being you can stay alive, you cannot. That's up to you. As long as, long as you play the character, right? Yeah, and which is exactly what those those douchebag couples were, because it all changed when she walked in that room and she took a nap, and it was apparently five minutes, and she pushes over that guy, the douchebag guy. That was kind of funny. Yeah. And then uh, she looks at a bird who's pecking at the window, and the bird's like, meh, meh, alert. <laughs> like, Never heard a pigeon scream that loud. It, it, that, that pigeon sounded like what uh, Brainy Beaver's, uh, you know, remember that thing? <laughs> remember that, Phoenix? It, it's like a cartoon <laughs> pigeon that they, they drew into that world. You know, they just took a, a pigeon out of a, like a, a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon and put that on there. It didn't work. It's no. just a... Uh, it was strange. It reminded me of, ironically, of War of the Worlds with those little <laughs> spider things that came into the room and they're scanning around. You mean the Matrix? Minority Report. That's what I'm thinking. Minority of. Report. Yeah, there we go. Other Tom Cruise movies. Sorry. Hey, I mean, he defeated them by running as well. The man defeats everything by running. So he can run like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. War of the Worlds. Ran. Win. I want an alternate reality where Tom Cruise was actually Forrest Gump in the Forrest Gump movie. Hold on. I was running. Where, where's, where's, where's he gone? Jansen. Jansen is loitering so, in Wonderland, okay. thinking he's yeah, too that, good for the podcast. <laughs> you, you really look like you were. Jansen is loitering oh. in Wonderland. Were, were, were you in downtime? You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man, you no, said that before I, I could. Discord bullshit, and then I got me thinking, and then I got sidetracked. Sorry about that. Well, what were you thinking about? Jansen is loitering uh, in Wonderland, thinking he's too good for this podcast. Exactly. Jansen is loitering in Wonderland. I didn't mean to replay that. Sorry, go it's, ahead. It's, I'm I'm only doing the the thing that Phoenix set out to get. You know, I'm loitering in Wonderland. Okay. Exactly. He's living the dream. Yep. I'm fulfilling the destiny. Loitering you, in Wonderland. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, dickhead. Cheers. All right. Hey. hey um, also, though, uh, shut up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much worse when a real person says it. <laughs> I think it's so much better when a real person says it. Well, worse, better, I think is the same thing in my, in my world. That's true. It's the all worse, about perspective. The right. worst Shut you up, get, Frank. the funnier it is. How, Greg, how are you proof that pigeons are robots? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what? That's what, what he, Greg, I love him. That's what he said. The, the muffin is out of his fucking mouth. <laughs> I love Greg. So you said, I like how tech people are dressed as skaters, even though they are probably acne-ridden geeks. Listen, no, tech no acne. It reminds me of dogma. Yeah, that is true. That Can is. I say that Jordan Peele is obviously a Verizon customer because this entire episode plays out like literally every Verizon tech call I've ever had. Is that his first name? Jordan. Jordan Peele. I just call him Orange Peele. I never know his first name. <laughs> Shut up, Frank. I'm glad someone is amused by that. Uh, <laughs> that was the truth. I'm just being honest. Yeah, no. Except I corrected you a thousand times. But I, yeah, but I, I don't remember. Shut up, Frank. Nobody. <laughs> Got him. <sighs> Got him. Okay. I gotta put I gotta put my monitor on top of this one so you guys don't know that I'm drifting off. It's pretty <laughs> obvious when you're uh... tired doing all that IT work. <laughs> Let's hear what I Greg... was waiting for. I was waiting for him to go like this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear what Greg says about the episode. Yeah, episode Greg, uh, let us shut know the fuck up. Two hundred and two game time go down. 
I love this episode too. It felt to me like if the series took some elements from Black Mirror and made it in their Twilight zone way. I love the premise of Woman Gets Promotion. Everyone stares at brass-colored magic 8-ball, woman realized world is simulation and man who controlled her had heart attack. It felt a little rush at the end at Deus Ex Machina where they killed off the man behind the main character of the story and she can go do whatever. Great movie. But that's a nitpick. The story overall flowed really well. Like the previous episode it left you wondering what is going to happen next until we reached that conclusion. Rating, 3.0 or B for bro, are you in a simulation or a stimulation? Anyways I can't wait to see what the next two episodes will be. I still got to lower my expectations and hope that I'm proven wrong, I really hope season 2 is a step up from season 1, yours trolley. Gammy Boy, Greg Myron, me our own. <laughs> Hello, can Brown. I can I ask? From, uh, is it, his name's Greg, right? Yeah. Yeah, Greg Myron, aka the Muffin. Can I ask for a clarification? Does it say yours truly or yours trolley? It says in the truly, but it's spelled wrong. I mean, I think it's funny either way. Yours trolley. Yeah. Have you ever had trolley? Those motherfuckers are delicious. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah that's true. I wasn't thinking about those. I was thinking like, like internet trolls. Yeah, I was too. I did the same thing, but Greg it says truly, but I think it's supposed holes. to be trolly. Trust me, if you, you, Greg can go down some weird rabbit holes that you don't agree with. Trust me, but man, it's okay. Everybody's entitled to their own. It, it all turns in the mind comp at the end. Anything <laughs> Greg says is just like, holy shit, good god, Greg, calm this down. He's alive, Greg. I get it, but <laughs> Jesus, he's dead. I mean... So the episode ends where she realizes she's in a simulation. Trolls are trolleys are so good. That's what he said. But the episode, so she's in a she's in a simulation. They bring out the wife character after they put on the TV thing that says you're in a simulation. Um, a girl comes in. They start making out under some um, under some like in the middle of a flower garden. And that's what I want to get to this. Did I play this already? I don't think I did. Nope. You haven't played any clips. Okay, here we go. Five tenths. Blandest video game ever. Gareth 754-4228 June 2020. Yeah, nothing new or really interesting in this episode. No real entertainment value apart from watching Morena Baccarin running around in heels. How bored would a person need to be to play a game where they did boring everyday things? Can only imagine Jordan Peele wrote this episode so he could have two beautiful women kiss on screen, not complaining just commenting. An okay episode, here's hoping things improve for the season. So he thought Jordan Peele wrote this episode to watch two women make out. Why not? I would. Shut up, Frank. <laughs> I don't need to play it anymore. Everyone's on board with the shut up, Frank. No, but I, I, I can't disagree with this guy more. I mean, I agree with the fact that the video game would be boring as fuck, but I, I, I don't think he created it to watch these girls make out because they make they start kissing and the camera cuts way the fuck back. It's like it doesn't. I'm like, eh. It's like I got it. Like it's she was there. trying to. Live. You know, she was trying to get her husband to kind of snap out of it and remember her. Yeah, it's a sweet moment. And this guy's like, fuck yeah, they're making out. And that's all he saw. That's the See, that's the kind of shit that they had in the doctor's office. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I have a question for Frank and Phoenix. Since yeah. You guys have been doing this Twilight Zone thing the longest. Um, Episode 176. Yes. Wow. So what original, I'm going to get somewhere with this, but. Originally, when they brought the Twilight Zone back in the '80s, was there another show that was out at the time that kind of brought about the the re, the remaking of the Twilight Zone? And Other than Night Gallery, no, no, the '80s, like the '80s one, like like was there another oh. show out that was similar? Like I'm I'm thinking like Amazing Stories or something like that. Was that before '80s Twilight Zone or was that after? No, that was way after. So it was way after okay. '60s Twilight Zone. Late '60s uh, was Outer Limits. Um, seven, early seven, late '60s, early '70s was Night Gallery. 
Um, 80s was Amazing Stories. 90s, mid-90s was Outer Limits Remake. Okay. So way later. So what I'm trying to get at is, do you suppose the popularity of Black Mirror is what brought it back? Like, oh man, yes. that Black Mirror totally reminds me of a Twilight Zone. Fuck it, let's just do the Twilight Zone again. Yes. And make it like Black Mirror. Yes. Okay. They also had, um, I just looked it up, they had Dark Room from 81 to 82 as well. Dark what? Dark, Dark Room? I never mm-hmm. fucking heard of it. Because I remember no. Spielberg had like his amazing story shit, and then all of a sudden there was Twilight Zone again. I was wondering if maybe that that started that. So it's like a trend. We only bring back Twilight Zone when it fits something else that's in the zeitgeist that is similar to it. Oh, you know I, I mean, mean uh, Twilight Zone came back first. That was eighty five, okay. and then uh, right. making stories was, was like eighty eight. Okay. Horror, horror anthology series lasted only seven episodes on ABC from nineteen eighty one to nineteen eighty two. What did? Yeah, it wasn't very good. We'll find out. No, I already see the word voodoo in this review. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, no! No more. But, yeah, as far as this version goes, it, it's clearly, Frank, you're giving some faces there. It's clearly influenced by Black Mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, and that's why I don't like it as much. It's just, I don't care about technology. I don't... I... Well, well like, th- like, this episode alone is straight up Black Mirror. Yeah, like, it's know, just Black Mirror. like you know in 10 years it will exist but i like the fact that it gives the characters choices instead of just saying you are fucked yeah i think personally i think it's like a dumbed down version of a black mirror episode yeah yeah i feel like black mirror will definitely go more in depth than this did which is fine that's what that show's designed to do um but i think it fit it fit well with the you know the what's the word I'm trying to say? Like the, the process that, that a Twilight Zone episode should follow. I wasn't severely depressed after watching this. I was going, yeah, she, she made a Black choice. depresses you like and, big time. And the yeah. fact that she meets back up at the, at the end when she chooses, you know, not to look into the orb and leave the game. She decides not to look, which keeps her character alive. And then she goes back into the hotel and she meets back up with, uh, her her player's widow at this point she meets back up with her and she's like yeah we're into room to you there, there's clearly like optimism there she Which, still gets to you know let out with her she gets to go scissor up in room 403 she gets to go Ooh. do something <laughs> something can I, play, can I play a clip yeah yeah if you have you know she's, she's gonna work that into her storyline now though you is know it just that. scissors playing oh yeah okay <laughs> I'm, I'm on board. Well, it's really nice to meet you, Ellen, but who the hell are you? Ellen's your emergency contact. She doesn't remember. We're married. Finn, I'm your wife. If you like, we can... Um, you know what? Scissor, scissor. Okay, hold on. No, you hold on. People pay an arm and a leg for the service, and as far as I can tell, nobody really understands how it works. We understand how we feel about we have the situation ahead. Can you pause it real quick? No, no, stop, stop. Pause it. No one is doing anything to him. I talked to Jansen before we started recording, and he's on board with me. Tony Hale, Buster Bluth from Rest of Development, fucking steals this episode right here. I want to see a whole show with just him. Yep. I agree. He was great. I thought he was great. He He just plays a person. He's not trying to be anything. He's just being a guy, and he's and it fucking works. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like he's really good in this episode, and I want to watch, keep watching him. But unfortunately, he's only there for a we're scene. So, we're so used to seeing him do an overacting character that is like uh, really, really good. His character just, in a what's that? Kirsten Stewart movie, Ultra. Uh, ultra violent. Ultra no. Ultra. No. Oh wow. Ultra. Je- Jesse Eisenberg and her are in a yeah. movie. He's ultra something. It's fucking American Ultra. American Ultra. American He's ultra. in that movie, and it's just like, oh, you feel so bad for him. Mm-hmm. But no, you could feel the empathy from most of all the mostly all the characters, really. Yeah, yeah. He, he's there. He's like, all right, you're in a game. Your character, he, he kind of reveals some more information on what happened to her player. And she's like, all right, so call off your guys. He's like, I already did. 
they're they're called off. They're down there, and I'm like immediately, I'm like fucking love this character. Same thing, Adam with with Vanilla Sky, that one English guy who who plays the same role, and um, he like calms him down, and then Kurt Russell shows up, but he's he's like, all right, I already called them off, no big deal. Here's the truth. We have a lot of problems on our end here. A lot of problems. We had some weird mapping issues with some... And we saw the car glitching out. That's clearly an issue they had to deal with. And he's kind of explaining it. He's like the head of, you know... He's the head IT guy. And he, he's like, uh, you were character. Slipped into a coma. Turns out he took a, he took like a, a sleeping pill smoothie or something. So... He died a few hours ago, so the family's taken care of. If you want to go ahead and stay here, you're fine. If you leave, you got nowhere to go. And the way he tells her, I, I, I believed it. I really did. Mm-hmm. Which is, if you, it's such expositional dialogue that if you were to give this to, I'd say, 99% of actors, it would just, like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, we're getting through this scene. But him, I was like, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> I believe him. Okay owns it like he, yeah he knows how important his message has to come across he looks moment. like a real person saying this dialogue that is in that position he doesn't force yeah. it he doesn't he's overly sugarcoat it he just says it and i believed him all the way through that's what worked in this episode most of all for me because if he would have blown you said this that about the dialogue because one of my biggest problems with this new twilight zone is dialogue yeah like it, it's it's very much written for one demographic one particular age group one, yeah. one particular generation, which I don't think is fair. And it also comes off as disingenuine. I feel like whoever's writing the dialogue is this guy. <laughs> How do you do, fellow Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's written to, hey, Twitter, we're the hip new Twilight Zone. Come yeah. watch us. You know, and and it's like, no, man. Like, everybody talks, but they always end everything, like, on a question. And, like, you know, that's okay, but, you know, we're going to talk like this, and we're going to do all of our dialogue this way, if that's okay with you. All right. And that's what I'm saying. I, Tony I Hale. so much of that shit. Tony Hale and this character made it believable that this happened. And I was like, oh, shit, the guy died? I wasn't even, like, thinking, like, how does that make sense? I was just like, yeah, I believe him. I'm listening to him, and I believe him. And I'm like, me and Jansen were talking beforehand, and we're like, we want to see our own show about this guy now. Mm-hmm. This guy going from world to world, having to deal with this shit. Well, I mean, any show about him, to be honest, like yeah. I, I think, I think he, he is a hidden gem. Yeah, I want to have his babies. I would too. <laughs> I take him deep inside me, let him fill a He's cup. He's given that a lot of thought. I can tell. <laughs> really wanted to feed me. I've yeah. been reaching out on Twitter for months. He will not impregnate he's, anyone. He's had that thought more than once. <laughs> but, but by the way, uh, whoever yeah. wrote that message was a franchise TV history. Who's that? Oh yeah, that's a friend of mine, uh, Steve Mack. I was on a show with him last night. Yep, you were on a show yeah, with him last there's, night. There's plenty of it, of ass cheeks in uh, Black Mirror. Like, what what episodes do you need to? I mean, do you want to you want to know which ones they are? You know what, though, Frank? I'm with Phoenix on Black Mirror. I don't like Black Mirror. And the reason I don't like Black Mirror is I think technophobia is lazy writing, and it dates a science fiction uh, show Yes, so horrible. That's the thing no, about no machines, it, Frank. You know? What well, was my point? Uh, uh, Black Mirror is like the opposite of, of humanity. You know what I mean? It's like the anti-human show. Which is fine if that's on its own as a separate show. Wasn't my point. Sorry, not I your point. It's the up. point of the show. No, I no, dude. I mean, your your opinion is totally valid. You know, yeah. and I and I know it, it's fine. My opinion's different, but that's cool. Wrong. I yeah. watched a handful of them, and I wanted to go jump out of a window. And I'm like, no, I'm done with this show. I don't want to do this well, anymore. You kidding? It might as well be called Black Mirror. Slat, you know, it presents existential dread. When the yeah. Black Mirror shatters, slit your wrists with the broken shards. That's what it should be called. Yeah. Well, one. Yeah. I gotta go both ways with that. I, I think that at the, at the time, yes, some of that writing is lazy, but I also think it came out of, at a time where there, there really wasn't this type of show being developed. And I think it was good for uh, a younger generation that, that hasn't really been exposed to something like the twilight zone to get a piece of that, you know, that action of, okay, here's a story and here's, there's a, there's a, there's a moral to it. 
that's that's really defined is there and we're just going to make one episode about it and we want you to you take that away we're like we, we want it to be so evident that there's no other way that you can interpret this and so i think it has a purpose for sure it has a purpose um, but it's a it's a short-term thing it's not going to have any like lasting footprint because five years from now most of that shit's going to be irrelevant no, no, yeah, that, I mean, that's I fair, but I mean, next five years yeah. it'll be more relevant than the show. We, By then, it won't be funny anymore or entertaining, or you know, it'll just be like, well, we yeah, that happened. You know, I can't always develop content with the mindset that this this content needs to, you know, expand across all generations for all no, time. You no, can. So, I mean, you can. They just can. It's called it's called good it's, writing. Yeah, it's great when it does. But a lot of things uh, with the world developing as it is need to be pointed at a specific topic for a specific reason at a specific time. And I think that's what it's trying to do in some cases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the whole consciousness and all the stuff that they're like, you know, downloading your brain into a hard drive thing. That's that's right around the corner. I mean, yeah. more, I mean, that's Moore's Law and you're shaking your head. No, no. Mm hmm. You well, keep, you think you keep telling me we're going to deal with all of these aspects of Black Moon in our lifetime. I'm like, no, we won't. I'd say all no, of them. Here's the issue. It's, it's 5%. Not, it's, not saying that, it's not saying that we are going to deal with these issues in this lifetime. Um, it may be saying that we're going to deal with it in a future lifetime. But what it's really trying to say is, hey, we're starting to do things that resemble this and want things that resemble this that could be a problem. So we need to yeah. recognize that problem and have a conversation about it before we do create this problem. I agree right? with that. Technophobia, yeah. But technophobia. I'm not entertained when I'm watching the episodes, for the most part. Some of them I do like, like the uh, John Hamm episode. I like that one a lot. Which one's that? White Christmas. Uh, that's great. It was. I think White Christmas is the best Black Mirror episode. Great episode. Yeah, awesome. Great writing. Yeah, Amazing. some Great of them. Uh, no, yeah, room. Awesome, love it. I, yeah, it's it's a hit or miss for me. I mean, it's really not far off from Twilight Zone, where you know, early the the first iteration of Twilight Zone, where you're like that one worked. Next one, you're like, no. <laughs> the next one, you're like, okay, maybe. Right, and I I don't disagree with either of you guys or anybody about like how it's how it's being perceived and like how shoddy it's being handled like i think that there are certain aspects of it that suck and that you know are complete miss but i also think it's still a relevant piece of this and of course it's being used right and so i mean it's it's being used to influence the other content that we're watching right now yeah and and i'm not saying i like every single episode that black mirror's ever produced you know i mean in total there's five seasons and i think it's what 20. i mean the first one i saw it's like they're they're framing some guy and he next thing you know he's raping a pig and i'm like okay first, first this is how we want to lead off with this i would say if i would recommend to anybody to watch that show and start from the beginning i would say don't skip that first episode but skip go it. through that first episode and know that the show changes every episode. It's anthological. It's not sequential. So go go into it knowing that this is one piece of the big puzzle, and and it's it's got a lot more to offer than just this first episode. Yeah, yeah really. The first episode is basically showing you how powerful the media can be in manipulation. They did that in the one episode where the guy, the radio DJ, was playing the cartoon guy. Uh, oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was see that did, episode did it better than the first episode did. Sure, yeah. That's and just... then uh, what was the other one? Like 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 uh, Metalhead. I loved like that was one of my favorite ones. Was Metalhead, black and white. You know, I, I thought it was great writing. Didn't and... see it. So Twilight Zone. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. No, you're good. No, well, I haven't seen that episode, so I can't comment. Twilight We're, Zone. <laughs> watch Metalhead, dude. You, you'll really like it. Trust me. It has nothing to do with you know fucking. Pigs and shit. I no do want to see some new movie. episodes. I just I just stopped at a certain point, and I, I I'll get to it eventually. I just I just stopped, but I'm not. I'm I'm checked there out. Was I'm three done. actors. <laughs> there were three actors in Metalhead. Two of them were dead within five minutes. So there's one actor throughout the rest of it. Great writing, just great story, and you know it, I'm not. That's all I'm going into. Black and white the entire episode. Shut up, Frank. Nope. Anyway, moving on. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so this, uh, all right, clip time. Yay. Or no, no, you told me to pause. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, the, the new Twilight Zone is, it's fine. Are you still playing the clip? 
Well, you told me to pause it. I was just yeah. The the new one's fine. The, the new series, you know, season one, season two overall, it's getting better. It's um, the new episode. This one we're talking about downtime. I predicted it, but I still was enjoying the ride, which is the best I can say for the new series. Almost every episode I've watched, I guess the ending, and I'm kind of like, do I enjoy the ride there or not? And I don't care mm-hmm. if I predict it. It's whatever. Some of the early episodes you can predict right away. But do you enjoy yourself while you're watching it? I did. Did you guys? Yeah, I did. I would say for the most part I did. Um, yeah. There, there were parts about this episode that were a bit stale to me. Um, but the overall story did keep me entertained. I like Jordan Peele's introduction scenes in this new season. Last He's season, they're okay. He's in the scene. Huge, yeah. huge, huge plus for me. Last yeah. episode, he runs by, and then, you know, at the very end, he runs by the cop car, takes off, driving uh, Jimmy Simpson away. He's standing there, and he does his outro. Great. In the intro to that episode, I think he's in the mirror, right, in the bathroom, and he, like, walks away from the circular mirror, and he's sitting there talking. This one, he gets introduced when she runs by in the intro, and then he's sitting there staring up and looks over at the camera. Great. Yeah, that was cool. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Uh, outro, I don't remember how um, they did that. The outro, uh, he wasn't in it. He was just... I didn't think no, so. Was he in it? No, I think he talks while she's on the rooftop staring at the sky. And she yeah. has her eyes closed. Or no, no, no. I, I think... You know, wasn't she behind the counter and then his, her... Uh, yeah. He wasn't there, though. Came up, right? Yeah. He, she was talking to the... the, the ex-wife or you know technically ex-wife of the character she was being inhibited by the player who's dead now and she stays for a couple weeks and she talks to her and she's got a smile on her face so hope which is fine this ending had a good mix of both sadness and hope which if you're gonna just have sadness why but this was like she got fucked over she's sitting there and she's like i had to stay here forever and then she sees her ex who she has really no idea who she is she walks up to her. She's like, I want to stay for a few weeks. And she's like, takes over at the counter. And she's like, and smiles. And you get a little bit of both. Like, she's clearly glad to see her. They're going to. Because by then she knew. She mash her genitals yeah. together. Straight up double ended. Yeah. Hell yeah. Adam slower. You have another <laughs> pair? <laughs> oh, sorry. I almost, I almost wish this episode, kind of like some others went a little bit further at the end right like yeah how does Agreed. how does she acclimate after right i, I want to know and, and i guess that may be the point that's the point right? yeah but, yeah. but yeah. at the same time i kind of want to know okay does she fuck it up later and end up getting pulled you know does she go back to the husbands she supposedly has and just play along or does she decide that she's going to change her her narrative and and figure it out herself there are some episodes of Twilight Zone where the point is what happens now. I would point to to serve man. It's a cookbook, and you're like, what happens now? I know they have a sequel to it now in the new season. I've seen that much, but in um, time enough at last, his glasses break, and he's like, there was time. Like, what happens now to this character? You're kind of wondering what happens after this, but that's all you get. Guys of starvation. <laughs> yeah, but but you kind of wonder like what happened like. Some episodes, I'm like, what happens now is what I want to see more than what I saw. Like, Jansen, Mom and Dad, the Nick Cage movie. Isn't that more fascinating what happens now than what we saw? Oh, God, that was so long ago. I can't even know if I can recall that back. (laughs) Which is a great sign of poor writing. I mean, great writing makes you want more when there's no more to Yeah. Mm-hmm. And great writing makes you remember it too. Like, like you re- you remember key aspects of it, and it stays with you. It resonates with you for a long time. Because that's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't really get a lot of that out of uh, that other show, which we're not going to talk about again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, episode made me go, "I want to see more," but also made me go, "Oh, I remember when Camera Crow did this 20 years ago in Vanilla Sky." Yeah. It was the same ending. Isn't Tom Cruise in that? Yeah. No wonder I haven't seen it. It's a good movie. I still. Uh, the only thing I remember about that movie is Cameron Diaz driving driving into a fucking wall. You know, I swallowed your cum. I swallowed your cum. Doesn't that mean something, David? I lost my shit when <laughs> yeah. she said that. I'm like, what? Check out that movie. It's a good movie. Oh, that. Oh that god, it's fucking horror. weird. That dirty whore. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think she meant it too. I think she really did, dude. I think she swallowed Tom Cruise cum. with cum in her hair once. She's she's got a history, man. But but she learned and now she's swallowing it. Yeah, so a lot of cum in her head. Yeah. He owed her because she swallowed. <laughs> she does say that. It's amazing. Oh. I swallowed your cum, David. Doesn't that mean something? Yeah, dude. At the time, for five that's minutes. the one thing I always remember the most about that fucking movie. Then that fucking mask. And oh. he, uh, he's fucking, uh, what's her name? Cruz, Penelope Cruz. Yeah. And he keeps picturing, uh, Cameron Diaz. So he smothers over the pillow. <laughs> and that's how he kills Cameron Diaz in the movie. It's fucking great. Watch that movie. Uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise? I mean, does he save the day by running? No. He runs, but he I fails. I wish Nicolas Cage would have been the lead in that movie. Holy shit. I'm going to say no for once. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I can only get so hard at him. And okay, fair enough. That much Nick Cage. <laughs> you need a balance. You need I need balance. some off time to let the swelling go down. So let's, <laughs> let's stick with Tom Cruise in that movie. I get a, uh, a clip of the Nick Cage getting sprayed with, this, with the hose. Tanson. Yeah, I need to find one. Bees and hoes. No, I can't do that. What is that? What is that? What is it? Oh no! No, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Out of my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! Okay, Adam. Academy Award winner, Nicolas Cage. It's true. Let's get out of here. We talked way too much about the first episode. Let's not talk way too long about this episode. This episode's I fine. One point I did want to bring up. Though, yes. And I'm waiting for you guys to stop. Yeah, I didn't want to cut you off. Now, when the wife shows up. So plug up, time. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. His wife. wife... Yeah. All right. Frank, um, I got this. Shut up, Phoenix. I was actually setting him back up when his yeah, wife right. shows up to talk to her. Right. And he, she's looking at her husband as a chick. Yeah. Wouldn't that kind of fuck you up? Like, so are you, are you gay, lesbian? Like, you wanted, are, are you a dude? Are you a, are you a dude? Are you a chick trapped in a dude's body? Because. Shut up, Frank. This is his, this is, this is his dreaming. So he dreams of being a chick. It's not his dream. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It's his. It's It's not a dream. Huh? What we're watching is not a dream. Well, what we're watching is a manifestation of this man's. No. What we're watching is a video game they go into while dreaming. So it's it's every video game I ever played. I got to pick my avatar. Yeah. He chose this, which is fucking weird. Right. He wanted the uh, fuck that's up. so weird, man. I played Destiny. A lot of people like to play as chicks. But do you, you fuck a dude in there? Do you fuck a handsome black dude in that game? Yeah. Who's no. Out? I tried. Uh, all right. It doesn't work like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've tr- I keep trying. I keep, like, I'm going to hack that game, but it's not working I out. I trying. I get five freaking cop cards after that or whatever it is. Five stars or whatever. But, uh, Frank, what you're getting at, I... I get it, but she's she's kissing. She wants to c- connect with the the person inside the avatar. She's sees it for what it really is. They called in the wife from the real world to go into the video game to connect with the actual person inside the avatar. She just happens to be a girl because, according to the IMDb reviewer, Jordan Peele wanted to see two girls make out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about muffin? No, IMDb review. Oh, really? No. Somebody reviewed that and put that there? Yeah, I played it. I think more than anything, that entire purpose of her being a female is just to add to the shock and awe of the episode, right? It's it gives a little more credence. Right. It's not... I don't think there's any real other purpose other than that. No. I was just saying, like, don't you think the wife would have... I mean, because the wife even mentioned it. She's like, so, uh, you know, you're in power... You know, like when they were walking to the bench to sit down, she said a few things. They were like, "So uh, you're, you're, uh, you're really good looking in charge." Da da da. da, 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 da. 
basically everything you're not in real life, pretty much. No, he must be wealthy because she screams like, people say pay so much money for this game for you guys to be fucking it up this bad. So clearly he's well off. And her her player character. It's probably microtransactions and fucking uh, <laughs> no, it's monopoly money that you got to buy into fucking, fucking Candy Crush. Uh, it's produced by EA. Yeah. Fucking loot loot boxes and shit. Yeah. But yeah. Well, if it's EA, he had no choice. But she's like willing to be on board. The girl, the the, the wife character is kind of like, I I get your weird fetish. It's like being pegged at a Holiday Inn. I get it. You just want to, you want this, and I'll agree with it because I I love you. But twice or twice as deep. What's no, the number two for you holding up? Two Hampton Inns, yeah. Two Hampton Inns. You're Hampton Inn. Uh, <laughs> I get it. You... Shut the fuck up. Sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to play along, too. Yeah. It's, it was perfect. But I think that's what it is. So what's our next episode? Our next episode is... My favorite one. The oh, Who of You. And um, so... I... I'm sorry. Let me. I was gonna say our next episodes. I have. Let me scroll down 700 pages to the schedule here. I have our exactly. That's why I saved it. Our <laughs> calendar is next week, seven seven, July seventh. Is the Who of You? Shut the fuck up, Jansen. The Who of You and Ovation. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead now. No, it's fine. I was just fucking with you. Good. I love that. Comment. We need more Nick Cage. Hell yeah. The more Nick Cage, the better, I say. Always. Dude, you need to add some Zandalee in there. Definitely. No. Like, like, dude, every time the show starts, Nick Cage has to enter like Zandalee. <laughs> <sighs> Comes out of the shadows. So, guys, um, I'm looking forward to Who of You. It's my favorite episode so far of the entire new s- series. Um, I, I like that one. Ethan Embry is in it, who have had a not a, I don't want to say man crush, but I've, I've grown up with a guy. He's in uh, Dutch, in a movie with... Hell yeah, uh, Ed Harris. No, not Ed Harris no, at all. Uh, the, the other guy from... Um, Married with Children. Married with Children. What is his name? Um, you know, and uh, uh, the uh, him and Rick Moranis and the football teams, Little Giants. I don't think he's in Little Giants, is he? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's the other coach. He would have been way older. Like no, middle age? Uh, no, that's not. I'm telling you, it's him. All Little right. Giants. It's Rick Moranis in the one team, and then that guy from Married Children, and he's the coach of the other team. Oh, Rick... no, I thought you meant Ethan Embry. God damn it, Frank. I don't know who that is. The the kid from Dutch. That's who we're fucking talking about. Oh, the kid from Dutch. You, you stupid asshole. Ethan Come on. <laughs> I was talking about the guy who picked them up. I know, name? and you're, you're way off topic. It's radio. <laughs> On on Red Dragon, two hours later. <laughs> so Dutch is the kid that no um, uh, <laughs> I like that episode. Then the one after that is called Ovation, and the less said, the better for that. We'll talk about that when we get there. I I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't watched it. I'll just I say, <laughs> but let's do our plugs. Here we go. Here's plugs. Wait, time. Jensen wishes to plug, apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug, raidersofthelostflix.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday and for hours and hours. Oh, and also in the sports car podcast, way off topic radio podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug, liwstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your 2019 Twilight Zone Season 2 thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Or tweet us at review. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. Joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now. Outro. Anytime. How would you feel if you spent your life making your dreams a reality? Only to find out that reality itself is a dream all along. We can never know what makes something real.
But today, Michelle Weaver has found meaning in an otherwise synthetic world. I would like to leave the room for a few weeks, please. And that's good enough for her. Here, in the Twilight Zone. Blink. All right, so we'll be back next week for those two episodes I mentioned. And uh, any parting words of wisdom, guys? Six out of ten for me. Oh, yeah. It, I, I like the direction the show's going in. It's not great yet, but it's getting better. Seven. Seven out of ten. Also, shut up, Frank. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Chanson, that's a great point. <laughs> Frank, what'd you give it? <laughs> Two, two, two stars, four stars, four stars, four. You get a shifting four. What do you give it, Frank? <laughs> no, I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. So seven. There's no halves. He gives it. He gives it like seven point three two five, like every fucking time. Uh, okay. Seven. Yes, it's yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a solid seven. Um, point five. Yeah. <laughs> seven out of ten point five. You know. Or however Muffin rates his shit, I guess it would be like a 3.333332. Earlier, uh, he gave it six planes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just shared it on my side here. You guys can't you see it. You should start but... using my scale method. It's five fucking cheese curds. That's all, that's all I get to pick from. I like to go at a 10. That's just me, though. Same for like last episode. Three of yeah, everybody does 10. I, I like to make it simpler. Doesn't make any sense. He goes three of four or seven of ten. That's what Muffin said, and that what? doesn't make any sense. What the fuck? You know what I hate is when they go three to four. four out of five. Seven to ten is seventy-five. So yeah, okay, fine. Whatever. Anyway, I gave, um, I gave it seven and a half. You guys knocked me down to a seven. So Muffin is kind of right on point. Actually. We'll be next. We'll be back next time. Um, for those two episodes, blah blah blah. I our Sometimes outros. you have to kill a few turkeys to get a golden egg, right? Now how that works. There's a six bees for the Nick Cage thing. Shut up, Adam. <laughs> I don't have yes. a shut up, Adam button. Yes! Hold on. Well, Congratulations, Adam. You now have to shut the... I do have a button for you, Adam, but it didn't come up, so I don't want to play it yet. All right. I played Jansen's. I played Frank's, but yours... No. It's elusive. You broke yeah. the button for mine. I, I, I was behaved. Yeah, let's uh let's get out of here. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> and we're out.